0: So we are working on our session zero for season three. Bum 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 Heart, the City Beneath. Yep. Which was an inny winner, is that right?
1: Yeah, innie. they took home a bunch of uh silver innies Sweet. this year. Uh
2: Silver? I thought they took gold for best.
1: They might have taken gold for best rule set. It was them and Alice is missing, cleaned out the innies this year with a couple of free league picks. Uh okay. yeah, by Rowan Rook and Deckard.
2: Heart took home seven awards, including Silver for Best Game, Gold and Best Setting, Best Writing, Best Layout and Design, and a Silver for Best Monster and Adversary. Mm. And second place in Best Cover Art and Best Interior. Art yeah. Book. It's a really pretty book. It is. Heart was beaten, but to the title of Best Game by Alice is Missing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so fun. There's also a high <laughs> recommend from Jacob.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah, Rowan, Ruckendeckard and is a company out of uh, the UK. They make a bunch of games. Uh, one, of, one of their members is Grant Howitt, who does like- One pager, I think it's one game a month or whatever on his Patreon. So you can check those guys out. They got a lot of really cool stuff, including Spire, which is also a very, very popular indie darling. So we're switching gears a bit uh, in terms of our safety tools. So we've used the X card a lot, but I want to switch to using this uh, three light system. So basically the way it works is that there's a red light that's functionally the X card. I'm done with the scene. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to move on to something else. There's a yellow light, which is sort of like this content's not for me. I don't really want to dig into this anymore, but we don't need to like... We can fade to gray. We don't need a hard cut and get out of here. Mm -hmm. And then there's green, which is, I'm super excited. I like what's going on. I want more of this kind of content. Uh, And so they function kind of similarly. I've had some other ideas about how we might toy around with it. But basically, from the get-go, there's three cards, essentially. And if you're like, I really like this, you green card. If you're like, I want to gray this out, you yellow card. And if you're like, I'm fucking done, you red card.
0: Can we assume, like, just... Leaning in and watching people very enthusiastic is a green card. Like, I don't want to think about green carding.
1: (laughs) So the the main thing with the green card is I specifically really like this and I want more content like it. Uh So it's not you don't have to use any of the cards, but it's an opportunity. Like for me, it's an opportunity to say, hey, Jacob, I really like the this direction the game's going. Let's get more of that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But in one of the main reasons, the why behind, I guess, a little bit. One of the main reasons I like this is the X card is something that we we don't really use. I don't know if any. I don't know if we've ever X carded something at the table. Not
0: as like a we play haven't group. vocalized it. anything. So, not yeah. in that instance. There have been a few times where I was like, I don't like how the scene is going. So it's respectively the X card, but I didn't mm. like tap the card on the table.
1: But having having the other cards means that there's there's more cases where it'll be used and it's less of an edge case to say i actually don't want this in the game right and and tapping so it just makes it it makes it more often it means it's more likely to come up and means it's more likely to actually have some well i like the
3: idea that there's like a gradation to it too versus like the x card where you're like no because it was very abrupt when you would say that Mm -hmm. like it was understandable but you're like Oh, or are you just cutting in someone else's scene? And like, what don't you like about it? Instead, it was like, this is kind of edgy for me, you know, and that right. kind of thing. So
0: mm-hmm. like But that. yeah, it usually piped up when I was feeling anxious and like, I was like, I don't, don't want to do this. And like, it felt weird to speak up and be like, I don't want this. But like it got when I spoke up, it, that's how it was mm-hmm. is I was like, I don't want.
1: This. So and that's the whole goal is it shouldn't be weird. We're all here to have fun and play a game together. So it shouldn't be strange to be like, no, I actually don't like this part of the game. Right. If you were at a, you know, if you're at a movie and they started showing a rape scene, you would leave. Right. The, this should be the same way. You shouldn't have to endure content you don't want to pl- sit through. Well, I think so. all
3: of our stuff is like very low key. So that's why it was always a little awkward because it wasn't like somebody who was like just flagrantly gro- gross at the end of the tape. you are like, oh, OK, well, we're just going to turn off the lights and sneak upstairs. You know, um, it was more like, mm, I'm just sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so.
1: So we're going to implement that system. We're also going to do lines of veils here in a minute. I figure we'll talk about the setting first and we'll do lines of veils. Yeah. And then we're going to do the same page tool, which we do every time. Yeah. So I'm going to run through these questions. I didn't print one out, which would have been smart. But question one, do you play to win? Yes, do you totally play to win? The win conditions are or B, good play. Is not win or lose kind of thing?
0: I feel like in this game, it's a win or lose. Like we're not playing to win, right? So there's
3: it's different, right? um
0: what is winning
3: (laughs) so
1: yeah so you have beats that you're playing to yeah and so you know and, and this is not a for me to say that's how the game works but do you have beats that you're playing to so it could be that a win condition is you complete your beats and you have a zenith beat and you have a cool complete story arc it could totally be a version of winning
0: I mean, yeah, I like that idea. Like, I, I would like to full arc a character, whether it's to its detriment or not. Well, if you Most read the Zenith Beats, the
1: all but one of them. Well, that's yeah. the <laughs> like, It's usually to the... They're all the end of your character. Yep. Whether or not they're dead or not is wildly You're dependent. Released. But yep. they are all the end of your character.
2: Depends, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So yes, there is a win condition. I like and to win, it's, and it's com- it's I mean, ending your character. Lydia Getting personally is always. Okay, well, your win condition is Jacob cries.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to beat Lydia you and have, Chrissy. Right, you, you have never that. <laughs> done
2: that, so therefore, I have always lost.
3: And I uh, refuse. She's like, this is it, up. the game.
0: This is the
1: season. <laughs> this is what our marriage is built on.
0: So romantic.
1: (laughs) Mutually assured destruction. That's right. Um, Player characters are A, expected to work together. Conflicts between them are mostly for show. B, expected to work together, but major conflicts might erupt, but you'll patch them up given some time. C, expected to work together. Major conflicts might erupt and never see reconciliation. D, pursuing their own agendas. They might work together. They might work against each other. E, expected to work against each other. Alliances are temporary at best.
2: A, I mean, we, we are running... A very team oriented game so like we are table well no but just in general
3: i'm more like a or b like i'm, I'm okay a. with like a lingering tension but i think it, it really is for like s- narrative for story so,
1: so to mechanize it a little bit more so a is we will not come into outright conflict with each other we might say i don't agree with that but by the end of the conversation we're both going the same direction B is we might have a conflict, but we are going to there is a guarantee that we will be on the same page.
0: I feel like B is more realistic for us as as a table. <laughs> I will. I will totally lean and be like, so, a. we just sometimes disagree." But I mean, we don't have to like convince each other of it. I mean, yeah.
2: if, if A is how you feel, cool.
1: Yeah, this is not a uh, it's not either a or. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, trust me, Like, I don't like to do that, but that's what we need to okay. do for the sake yeah, of Yeah, no, the I read store. that. So like, we
1: want to minimize conflict.
0: Minimize conflict.
1: But if the, it's okay for some intercharacter conflict to erupt, but it should...
0: But it needs to be resolved.
1: Should resolve within a, a session, say? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd prefer to not sit with something.
1: That's <laughs> This is new for us. This is the most cohesive we've decided, yeah. I think.
3: Because uh, usually we're like, fuck them fuck folks. <laughs> 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 this
1: also, would be a pretty hard game to get by on your own.
2: I came oh, up with yeah. my A name.
1: Okay. Oh, go well, ahead. let's we'll get there. Hold, oh, hold on to it. Uh, the GM's role is I can basically answer this on my own, but I'll read them anyway. The GM's role is a the GM preps a set of events, linear, branching. Players run through their characters through these events, gives hints, provide direction. B the GM preps a map with NPCs and or monsters. The players have their characters travel anywhere they can they can reach on the map according to their own goals. C the GM has no plans. The GM simply plays the NPCs <laughs> and has them act or react based on their motivations. D, there is no GM. The D and E are both there. We we know
0: where you lean. Yeah,
1: like,
2: do we need to have this conversation? Because (laughs) do we have a choice? You're the GM. I want maps, Jacob. So it's actually, (laughs) well, actually, we do want. We are thinking about buying the map. So it is a little bit B and C.
1: So it's a little bit B and C here because Mm A, you guys are going to give me your story beats, and that's what that's a lot of what the game is going to be based around. So there is going to be some. I mean, I am who I am. I'm not going to prep a lot, but there will be some prep. There's some stuff that goes into it. But yeah, mostly I'm just playing the characters. Cool. All right, the players' roles are A, to follow the GM's lead to fit the story. B, to set goals for their characters and pursue them proactively. C, to fling their characters into tough situations and make hard, sometimes unwise decisions.
2: C. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I never have a plan, so I just I fling them into everything. It's, I'm
0: trying to think about what the character would be. I don't know. I don't know what character I'm going to do yet. So I think and it's
3: we'll talk C. About that I think then. it's C for who I want to bring to the table.
1: <laughs> so I, I do think it's, like a uh, so it's, um, it's a good idea to temper. So I'm good with C. So we play most games. It's a good idea to temper it with a little bit of B only because like. There's, uh, I mean,
2: it's built in the system. Don't tell yeah. me how to play my game. Well, games.
1: because proactive goals, you know, the beats, the beats are not a written story arc for you. But in the same way that playbooks have kind of a general, this is the type of character that's going to come out of this. That that's the same way with callings. Not, yeah. not so much your class, but your callings are kind of that way. They're gonna they're gonna guide you in a certain direction. So not that you need to like sit down and write a backstory and prep, but you're like, hey, I want this to happen in session. But you're right, Maddie. It is sort of written into the system.
2: But also that's don't.
3: Right. Tell but me definitely see.
2: Play my character. Mm-hmm.
1: I, <laughs> did I?
3: It's fine. <laughs> don't I? Sure, you looked her dead myself. in the face and said, "Are you sure that's the way you want to do it?" Uh, <laughs> all
1: right. So I doing agree. the smartest thing for your character survival is a. Uh, what a good player does B sometimes isn't as important as other choices C mm. isn't even a concern
0: B for me yeah it seems good B
1: it's honestly kind of C because the smart thing to do would be to not fucking go into the heart
3: well we're but already there no but like we're already there's there there's something I get that what you're pulls saying. you on
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, we're
3: already present not like, the game we're playing so <laughs> the
1: GM's roles to the rules is A follow them come with me B ignore them when they conflict with what should be good for the story. C, ignore them when they conflict with what should happen based either on realism, the setting, or the genre.
3: Wait, was that a question for you or us? It's for
0: Everybody. The table. how do we want him to I feel B. It's always the story. The story's yeah. the the thing. Like sometimes yeah. things are just cool or Yeah, don't be a tight so, ass but, Jacob. So but... well,
1: you joke, but genuinely, I have a hard time not being A. But um mm-hmm. But you know, this the system is is relatively expansive. And what it allows, we so I don't rarely, think it'll be much of a we problem. We
0: really break from the rules. We like to play. That is a lie. To them, we like to skirt them. But mm. <laughs> some of us actually thwart them. Some of us do. But I Are feel you like looking at me. I no. think we've done that. Are you looking I'm looking away into the side. Are you looking at me? What? I feel, I feel like Jacob actually. As much as you think you're an A, I think that you you too. In his heart, he's an
3: A. That's why Rue's always like I hate everybody. Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, after many sessions of play, during one session, a player decides to have their character side with an enemy. This is a something that shouldn't even happen. This is someone being a jerk. B, where the character becomes an NPC right away or fairly soon. C, something the player and the GM should have set up ahead of time. D, only going to last until the other player characters find out. Uh, e, a meaningful moment, powerful and a unique example of excellent play. E, I feel strongly.
2: I don't a. think. I don't think it needs to last forever. I. I do think though that it allows for some really cool moments. So I think I'm like a mix. I
1: don't know. Um, yeah. Well, so the ca- I'll caveat it by saying that there are some zenith abilities that are like, you're a fucking monster now. Right. G- be gone, monster. And I, th- but I think that's a very different category because mm-hmm. that that is the character exiting play. So Lydia, you're you're staking your flag on. I want to be able to be evil, um, in a scene.
2: I want to be able to partner with an evil character temporarily, but maybe until the characters find out or until, but like this should not be long lasting.
1: Well, like keeping in mind that we are not, like we we pointed out earlier, that, that there basically that. should be very close to no conflict. I
2: don't know if I've done that, but also like this could be an interesting story moment. Yeah, I mean, that's but it.
0: his point is like we, we said no conflict. At okay, table. what are the middle ones? Okay, yeah. it's definitely not A.
1: Yeah, where the character becomes an NPC right away or fairly soon, that's B. C, something the player and the GM should have set up ahead of time. D only going to last until the other player characters find out and do something about it, or E a meaningful moment, powerful and an example of excellent I play? I think
3: we like vacillate between B and D, really. Like either we adopt the scary thing, or we're like, oh, by the way, I was secretly friends with this scary creature the entire time. And everyone's like, Boo, you're a bad person, and they, you know, peer pressure you out of it. Like that's that's really how we play. You
2: can't be intentionally evil forever. I mean you can. You but can also, choose to be. Also, if you did like partner with Rupert. But we literally said
0: there will be no conflict at the table.
2: But that doesn't mean that there has not, to be none. if everyone just agrees
1: within upon it. Not an
2: unresolved conflict. conflict. If everyone agrees upon it and it's discussed beforehand, it just has to be a cool score- story moment. It doesn't have to be difficult.
1: So what we're really saying is, so basically you should not in the middle of a scene say, I like the bad guy's perspective. I'm going to go that way. Needs to be planned. If you're like, hey, I kinda like where the this is going, I get my character might follow along with this guy. We stop the game. We talk about a table chat It's like a
3: Hannibal thing. I where like thinking, you fall in love with the the big bad.
2: I don't know. I'm thinking about it in terms of Rue and how cool it would have been if for a minute you were like, Yeah, sure. But mm. then ultimately you make the decision not to. Like that's still cool story wise. It would need to be discussed beforehand. So,
1: but I think this question is specifically. Is it okay to say I do side with Rue, and I'm going to spend the next three sessions on Rue's team?
2: Yeah, without discussing it. No, I don't think it needs to be discussed. Okay. So the, but that's yeah. an option. So it's really, it yeah. needs to be an. It needs to be discussed. Okay, this but, is not a hard ca- turn that you can take without. Okay, being
1: discussed. so expectations for the table. If you're like, I want to do some crazy wild shit, we should like stop that? the table. No, you are right. the most likely because you're the take most likely to do this. That's no, true.
2: no, I like, <laughs> no, I think <laughs> it could have been really cool for Rue yeah. and Gretchen to have had that moment. It never came up, which rifle so, but would have awesome. done that. They
3: no. posted pictures of my face everywhere. My face just looks like this. Secondly, <laughs> I agree. I think I, I, as I said earlier, the story's the thing. So like, if it's interesting and it's not like, you know, particularly like harmful and like, you know, distracting. But to your point where sure. there doesn't
2: need to be conflict, discussing that previously before we get to the table. Yeah. What help with conflict? our
3: plan. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> but if there's no conflict it's not interesting. So.
1: Yeah, some conflict, but if we're going to make any like massive side changes, we need to stop the game and have a Slowly
3: poisoning it. chrissy's character with arsenic.
1: Okay. Yep. Um do we need no. to talk, we need to talk about that. we don't need to talk about we don't need to talk about mapping conflicts. Maybe mercury,
0: so I just go crazy.
1: Uh we don't need to talk about mapping conflicts. We don't need to talk about we don't really need to talk about learning the rules, right? Nope. Everybody feels comfortable about that. Um what kind of characters we need to make?
3: uh well i mean we want is there a party yeah. balance thing that no. we need to think about okay so
1: we'll, we'll go ahead and run through the questions <laughs> this game runs best when the players take time to create characters that are a built to face challenges using the mechanics and stats you can't really make like a super busted character. like you can't make a character no. that just won't function really no um you can make a character that's like weird but you could make a character like you're just not gonna have fun you're that, that wouldn't play Worthless, in the game yeah. yeah so a that's a uh b when written with extensive backstories or histories C, given strong motivations and an immediate problem or crisis. D, tied into the other characters. And E, written with some knowledge, research, or reading up on the game setting. And this is choose as many as oh my feels gosh. appropriate. I
2: feel like a lot of those. I feel like you love to write fan fiction for your characters. Well, but this is like so what everyone at the table needs to do. The is just like given for you. Chrissy, <laughs> <laughs> like that's a
1: given. I will not be doing that. Yeah, this is more like what's needed for the game to function well.
3: I think because of the nature of the beats and like because we're going through a dungeon, I think a little bit of C and the well, last one, I think
1: e. Yeah, that would yeah. be my thought too. Is that you know make sure you have a good motivation. Really, the callings will result. You, know, mm-hmm. you can you can flesh out the callings as much as you want, but basically, if you're like I don't really give a shit about why I'm here, I'm you just playing a dungeon. You can roll the dice crawl. and choose them. Yeah, you can just pick your calling, and we can that pick will... them for
0: each other. The beats we can pick them for each other too. You can't pick mine. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, So rules is written.
1: I think you pick them for your, you pick two for yourself at the start of every session. Um, Written with, but I I don't care. You guys do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. E written with some knowledge research or reading up on the game setting, real history or an actual culture, Uh, no real, no actual culture. The setting in heart's weird. And we're about to dive hard into this, but Mm -hmm. the setting in heart's very weird in that it's about a third written. So everything in the book gives you like proper names and like weird ideas but fleshes out nothing else. And the whole pitch with Heart is that we're really building the heart as we play the game. And I guess from there we can just go ahead and dive in. So the heart uh as a setting is underneath the city of Spire, which is the like this massive tower that reaches into the sky. It's a super weird um crazy classist racist horrible nightmare city where drow are subjugated by the Elfear, which are sort of high elves, but down below the sp- uh, the Spire is the Heart, which is this we don't know actually what it is. It's weird Nebulous, strange thing that um, reaches out into everyone's mind and the heart, and uses that to sculpt itself into whatever those people, whatever it thinks those people want. And like so, I said, it's Burning Man. Yeah. So the the, the touchstones are I think like uh, annihilation, the book maybe more so than the movie, but only slightly mixed with like a fantasy western, and then a fair portion of the video game Bloodborne poured over the top of it. I don't know how I got started on this, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're describing we're trying to decide what the heart's going to be.
1: Yeah. So well, so we don't have to decide that right now. We'll flesh mm-hmm. that out as we go through play.
3: Okay.
1: Um, The main things we need to figure out now are like, well, I guess we can go ahead and do let's do lines and veil. So the tone of the game is explicitly body horror. So I it's not like we've all played Bluebeard's Bride as a group. It's not Bluebeard's Bride horror. It's more like black comedy horror. It's more like, you know. This is so fucking weird and gross, but it's not like you're not supposed to like sit and fester in how scary it is. Yeah. It's more like,
3: like Jennifer's I, body. I can't like... believe
1: there's a wall made of teeth in front of me. That's mm-hmm. the kind of <laughs> like evil dead kind of <laughs> horrid. Yeah. Okay. It's like totally ridiculous, absolutely weird, gross and bizarre, but it's a lot of body horror. So um, a lot of that kind of stuff will come up. Meat walls and flesh sacks are common. Red wet is a very common ah! uh, phrase in the text of this game. Moist. So um, I think we've done lines and veils before yes. as a group. Okay.
3: We've talked about it. I don't know. We play a lot.
1: Um, So I'm going to pass you an index card. You don't have to write your name on it, but just write things. So lines oh, are hard lines where you're like, these are things I absolutely do not want to happen in the game ever at any point. I don't want to see mm. it. I don't want it to come up. Veils are things that you would. These are not things that you want challenged. These are things that you're like, I just don't really want to. You know, it's not, okay. Not
0: crazy. It's about.
1: okay if there's a violence against animals in the game. I just don't want to spend a lot of time on scenes. We I don't want you to describe animals being butchered, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll give My problem
0: is card. I don't necessarily know my liner veil until we're there. Well, <laughs> They're like, God. oh shit, that's the thing I didn't want.
3: I and, didn't want that. And I so that's, that's like the I, Well, that's the thing. Like you feel like so basically like I didn't even know that was.
2: I think I should
0: be about.
1: Yeah, but that's what the that's what the other safety Veils tools are, are for.
2: Like you can mention it, but you can't talk
1: about. Okay. Like, you don't. You Detail don't want to. Yeah, yeah, describe. Yeah, we did it.
2: this for Bluebeard's Bride. Yep, because I think yours was. Animal abuse?
0: Children, children, like no, dead which babies. then they brought and then up. We did it. <laughs> like that's the thing.
2: Like
3: when I told, actually, I spoke with baby. John. I spoke with John about this earlier. I was like, the thing is, they're going to write all these <laughs> hard stops they have, and then we'll bring them up. They will definitely bring up the things they don't want to do.
0: That's the thing is, like, I don't know the thing that is the line that I am not. No, but you guys like to push those lines too, though. Yeah. You'll bring it up because you're like, that's exciting for me to now push that boundary. Makes, it makes sense for the scene. Yeah.
3: I don't know. Like I said, it'll be interesting to see what you guys wanna, want, want because that's exactly what you're writing right now.
0: <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to say teeth, because... Oh. oh, I like teeth. Me too. Ugh. My veil is the... Don't put weird shit on them and make it
3: boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my God. Please write <laughs> this fucking table. Please write. Here's yeah, my line. Right. I, my don't line is
3: Lamo's. How about that?
0: my line is assholes I don't want any assholes at the table is that fair
1: (laughs) it's okay if you've got nothing the important thing and that's why you don't write your name on it is so you can be very honest about things that you just don't want to see in the game so that I can excise that stuff before we get there because, like I said, the the tone the tone of actually playing the game is not overly horrific, but what your characters are experiencing mm-hmm. is spe- very specifically and objectively horrific.
0: All of it's horrifying, but none of it seems so horrifying that I'm like, I Just gotta walk out of here.
1: Remember, we still have the in play safety tools as well. I think we're
0: like all in the same.
3: Like it's all about like we also vulnerable know each other fairly well, and that's mm-hmm. always a little tricky. Like yes and no, like. Giving each other the grace to do horrible shit also exists, right? Okay. So, like, you don't want that.
1: So, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll fill out a larger card My or whatever with better writing. But line the only. is
2: always rape.
1: So, the only lines, Sexual only hard lines we have are um, rape and child abuse. And then we've got veils around animal abuse and child abuse. Well, I guess, but child abuse is already lined. So, yeah. so veils around animal abuse, lines around child abuse and rape. Simple enough. <laughs> what about. Things that look like children but aren't children. Where where do we no, stand? I think on it's there? like
3: it's truly vulnerable. <laughs> like a dog that doesn't look like a dog? No, I mean, no, it's more like Actual like I don't want to see like actual children taken and abused like in detail. It. Like yep. like Perfect. it's one thing to be like, oh, the pot smells like meat, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't want to see like a like a naked sad child in a cage being like poked for stick kind somebody ripped right? from it. their mother's arms to like be taken away. Well yeah. even that and then they can write off in the sunset. Like I don't want to visualize any abuse.
2: Yeah, that's it's perfect. The fear monger was pushing me in terms of like when we were all debating on killing it. I was like,
3: which is crazy. Your fear. I was like, that's what I was like tapping the table looking like for that an fucking animal. X card. The fear mongrel wasn't a dog. It was a demon. It didn't look anything well, you like a bo- dog. I know, but it <laughs> And was, you both wanted to save Rue. It. I'm just telling you, you guys are like twisting your own shit. That's what I'm telling you.
1: Yeah. So with that said, so there's a couple of things we need to consider as far as making characters. So you, you basically you can make your characters independently. We need to sort of think a little bit about how we want them to come together. Like the most easy and obvious way is that you have a job of some kind and that you're all in derelictus, which is sort of the lowest level of the spire and the highest level of the heart. So I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about rules because it's going to help with character creation, I think, to understand a bit mechanically how the game works. So whenever there's a challenge or a roll, you're going to grab a bundle of D10s. So you have skills and domains. So if your character has the skill, every task has a skill and a domain. So if you wanted to climb up a rock wall, you would have maybe delve. And uh, let's say that it was in just a cave. So Warren. So you'd have a delve Warren role. And then there's a difficulty to it. I'll talk about in a second. Where so do you see that? On your character sheet at the bottom, you have skills and domains. Right.
2: But where in the book?
1: Page on what page? Eight. Yeah, Page A. So you're going to grab a D10 for your skill if you have it, if you have the relevant skill. So in this case, if you had Delve, then you're going to grab another D10 for the domain if you have it, in this case, Warren. Then you can grab a- another D10 if you have a Knack in either of those. Mm-hmm. So Knacks are, uh, Maddie, the cl- easiest representation would be Wises from Torchbearer, um, or Lydia too, Wises from Mouse That's basically what Knacks are. Uh, Christy, Knack is just like a specific area that you're specialized in. So if I had Delve Climbing, So I'm really good at climbing. So I'd get an extra D10 for that. And then you can also get a D10 for help from other players in this case. So in this, in our game, the most dice you could roll would be five if everybody helped out. So you're going to roll your pile of D10s and then based on the difficulty. So there are three difficulties, standard, risky and dangerous. If it's standard, you just take the highest roll. So I got a nine on my roll. I got two nines, but that doesn't matter. I got a nine on my roll. If it were risky, which is the middle, I would r- remove the highest die and take the next one. So I would still have a nine because I got two nines. If it were dangerous, I would take both of those nines away. And now I'm down to a three. Gotcha. So on anything less than a nine, you're gonna take stress. And on anything less than a six, you're going to start getting complications or uh, less than a seven. So six down, I think, mm-hmm. is complications. So basically, the game is all about managing your stress.
3: And that's Fallout, right?
1: Uh, so just stress. Okay. If, OK. if an action occurs where you do take stress, I, the GM, roll a d12. If it's less than or equal to your roll, then you take stress. You know, let's say that you're trying to climb the wall and you fail. You only get a one and you, you're going to roll a stress die. I'll tell you what the stress die value is going to be before the action. You'll roll that stress die, and if you take you'll take stress, let's say you take four stress, and I roll a d12, and it's below a four, then you take fallout. You cannot die by GM Fiat in this game. So I can't kill you outright. Um, What can happen is you'll gain fallout. You'll take probably a lot of minor fallout and some major fallout. If you take two major fallouts, you can turn that into one critical fallout. Now, when you start getting critical fallout, that's when it's sort of assumed that your character is is drifting off. (laughs) Your character is about to leave the mortal plane, (laughs) because fallout has mechanical impact. So You know, having multiple critical fallout is is pretty horrendous, Uh, but it's always up to you to decide how your character goes and when they go. And then, of course, like we talked about the Zenith beats or Zenith abilities, all of them end your story arc. Most of them end your character in some way or the other. Yes. So that's the that's the fundamentals of how the dice rolls work. So when you're picking your class stuff, really, you're looking at where when am I going to get dice? Um, The skills are compel, delve, discern, endure, evade, hunt, kill, mend and uh, sneak. They're all pretty obvious i mean are there any that you guys need me to like describe what they're referring to
2: where yeah. does it tell you so like i'm looking at my abilities and it told me to take war and as a domain does it tell you when to take certain abilities or do we all have those abilities or like what how abilities does that work? the blood mind fortune echo like no echo so you'll
1: supplies? get some some characters you're going to get protections for those so protections are just armor against stress damage
0: so I guess Chrissy's the only one building oh, a character so then today. Oh, so the Mark. Okay
1: so we'll, we'll go step by step maybe just for Chrissy so <laughs> the first thing you're going to do is pick your ancestry so there are four ancestries oh, okay. in um, the heart there are drow which mm-hmm. are dark elves there are, so in, dark elves are by far the most numerous so in the city of spire there are high elves which there are very few of they're super weird creepy uh, racist assholes and they run the spire very aggressively and then the city is full of drow which they basically use as a workforce down in the heart there's no racism because the heart is basically imagined the like mythological wild west they're, Nobody has time to care about your standing in society. You're just trying to not get eaten by some weird monster. And so in in the heart, everybody's pretty equal, but drower, let me read through some of this and pick out things that seem important. They live hundreds of years of age, They don't give birth to visible young. Instead, they lay eggs.
3: (laughs) Like a fleshy egg, too.
1: They tend to be pretty numerous in the heart because they live right above it in the spire. Um, Most of them worship the moon, or they worship the moon above or in the heart, the moon beneath. They're pretty standard people. Most of One of the big things about heart is that all of the quote unquote ancestries are just people. They're really focused on being people. Humans are kind of the most industrious. So we live far to the east the reason that we have guns in the setting is because humans are just really curious and industrious and have reverse engineered firearms. They dug up guns from somewhere. And so you have black powder (laughs) weapons, you have revolvers, you have rifles. I mean,
3: no, it's because Grant Howitt loves a revolver. That's,
1: that is the reason. Uh, they're, they're the shortest lived peoples. They come to the heart for all sorts of reasons. Uh, then you have Alfir, who are high elves. They are the people of high standing. They have basically everything they could possibly want or need. In the spire, the big thing is that Alphir are fucking weird. They have so much money and magical power that they like—they're just super bizarre, extravagant balls. Uh, In the spire, Alphir always wear masks all the time. They never take them off. Their names are um, are always like inspired by uh, like nature, and they're very poetic. So, like the example names are Gather Springs, Heartbreak Ash on Snow, the Faithful Unnumbered. Um, so they're just super fucking weird is the big thing with them. And then gnolls are uh, from the south. Gnolls are hyena people like in D&D, except that they are... Um, the they big thing great. with gnolls is that the, like, the D&D archetype of a gnoll is like this angry savage beast is really just... Um, Alphear propaganda. propaganda because they're at war with them. Knolls are super industrious, like techno occultists. So they have these massive cities powered by djinn that they've trapped in um, like ancient machinery. They are incredibly like proficient in like demonology and technology. They have super weird gear and tech that they make there. One thing that's interesting about playing a knoll in the heart is that if you're in the heart, that means probably you were captured in war. Or you're some kind of refugee who's made your way to the heart because in the spire they're like they're the enemy, right? They get you know murdered and butchered and imprisoned. So yeah, whatever ancestry jumps out at you, I know the two of you've already picked them, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what are you what are you doing, Maddie?
2: I want to be a drow. Drow. I'll fear. Why do you laugh at that? It's
1: not surprising.
2: I
0: love it. I love it.
2: And what's interesting too, look at the questions. That they mm. asked you about the I've character. read through all of it. Yeah. I just didn't
0: know we were gonna come to the table
2: with stuff I already planned. So I haven't planned anything. We very intensely got very excited about it. Yeah, and I think you, I, have I like... think you
3: felt it.
0: <laughs> but there's no pressure. Like, yeah. again,
2: it's. Ended. And if you need to talk it out, talk it out.
0: Or yeah, not. please do. Just think about it. What, um, what are you guys' callings? I'm gonna be um, Heart Song.
1: Heart Song. Which, so callings, it's fine to overlap. I would try not to overlap classes, because that's going to make the, you guys are going to have a lot of the same abilities. But callings, I think it won't really matter that I much mean, if you overlap. Actually, those. interesting. So
0: don't have another Alphir.
1: No, you can have another Alphir, but I wouldn't have the classes, the like Cleaver, Witch, Hex. Oh, but no, oh. the being. Not
2: called classes. Being
1: Ancestry is totally fine. You could all be the same Ancestry, no that's, problem. That's
2: Flavor anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's not called classes in the book, is it? No. no, that's
1: Ancestry. Yeah. So you have Ancestry classes and Callings.
0: All right, so what are your classes? Uh, Cleaver. Okay.
1: Cleaver. I figured you were going to go Cleaver. Because
0: yeah. so good. We
2: make that bet every
0: single and you're gonna time. Be are you are going to a- play? You're going to be mm-hmm. an apiarist, right? hundred percent. Okay.
1: Which we can talk... Because I had
0: an idea, but I was trying to figure out what you guys were doing, and I was trying to figure out if my idea would work with what you guys what were What are you doing? Leaning? Which
1: we can talk extensively through the classes, and if you want, we can go class and work backwards. It's not like... It doesn't matter what order you go so in. So
0: I was thinking of a... um. What is it called? The High Elf. Okay. Who has the um, gambling problem? Okay. In the, the Incarnadine.
2: Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jacob and I both were like, that would be so fucking lightning. I
1: actually thought Incarnadine. So have you read all the classes? Yeah. Incarnadine. Lydia seems like an incarnadine yes. inherently, right?
3: Right. Like Lydia. There's yeah. <laughs> a there's
1: a backstab power in there that lets you. A, you can do a shitload of damage, and then the very last upgrade you can get for it is you immediately loot the body before they die. You just <laughs> get resources. So I was like, that this is Big Lydia's gamer. character class. Right. No, so just that, Lydia. <laughs> that was the
0: thought I had. This is like this fallen princess kind of co- concept. Like the I came from this this, but I fucked myself up basically by gambling, sure. and now I'm stuck in the down here with all of you people. Well, now you're making a life for
1: yourself down here. So for now, Chrissy, you'll just write Alphir on your sheet and mm, then answer the questions. Did you already pick your ancestry?
0: Where do I write that? No, let see a I spot. St- for I ancestry. just wrote it next to class. I wrote drop. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Did you already write your, did you already pick your trinkets or Maddie? Yes. Okay.
3: Very I'm going to do, I mean, we can talk about resources too. Like I, oh, it's, it's two different things, but anyway, so my, my trinkets are the brightly colored headscarf and dark glasses because mm-hmm. i think they're hilarious and then most um, of them are jokes yeah and then the yeast mother who i'm gonna name benny <laughs>
2: wait yeast but oh
0: wait. i don't know what that is but that it's sounds horrifying. a physical
3: like yeast yeah it's a yeast mother jar of yeast well it's more of a bag of yeast yeah. like a leather sack <laughs> what the so, hell?
1: so the main thing and maybe we should have talked about this more tonally you gotta embrace just like super weird shit yeah yeah that's what that's what where makes the heart get, cool and interesting where is just super weird shit
2: where did you get that from?
1: Trinkets are on your. Pl- In fact, if you just want to give me, do you want to pick them or do you want to roll for your trinkets?
2: Uh, I am just asking that first question. Uh,
1: fourteen for Alfier. It was like it was under. Yeah. All
0: right. So calling. So, Chrissy's decided to do a high elf or Alfier. Alfier. Um and tam 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 right
1: <laughs> for um, them
0: <laughs> for her class ancestry.
1: Ancestry, yep.
0: And you guys are both, Lydia, you're doing Alphear yep. and Maddie, you're doing drought,
1: Oh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs>
0: <Penitent>. <laughs> um, no. So the next thing that we plan is what?
1: So then you're going to pick your calling. So the calling is why you are in the, uh, like why you're going into the heart to begin with, which is especially interesting for an alphear, because you had everything you could possibly want provided to you as an Alphir. And so what is like and in fact, also, Chrissy, if you want to, there's some stuff to help you flesh out like just sort of your character in general on your on the page uh, on page 14 for your calling. So mm-hmm. you can either roll or pick two trinkets. And then oh, you can I also do that first. Okay. And you don't you have put, to do that first, where but you'll where roll you or put pick put two the trinkets. trinkets
2: on your sheet. You under under resources. Resources.
1: Yeah. OK. And then you can also answer one of those questions for yourself. You would at least look at the questions and decide which one you want to answer. Um, so <laughs> resources are a super important part of the game. Um, do we want to talk about those now or later? mechanically resources are super important. So mm-hmm. this is a dungeon crawling game explicitly and overtly. Like it's the, that's what the game's about is going through dungeons. But the big difference to something like D and D is that we don't really give a shit about your torches. We don't give a shit about clearing rooms. We don't care how many, you know, gnolls there are. Well, like knolls wouldn't make sense in this dungeon. Anyway, we don't care how many monsters are in the dungeon. We really just care about those specific dramatic moments of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And so the way they do that is with the resistance system, the stress, and with resources, so the, a shitload of abilities are powered by resources, but resources are also how you buy new things and they're all rated in dice. So every resource is going to have a die with it. Um, so if you wanted to buy a sword that costs D8, you could spend D8 resources to get it. Or if you wanted to buy something that was, you know, variable price, you could roll the D the die size of your resource to try to get it. And there are a shitload of abilities that are powered by rolling a, uh, a resource die to get its value. And you'll pick up resources. Like, throughout the game, you're just gonna be picking up all sorts of weird resources.
0: For trinkets, Mm -hmm. are they important, or is this just flavor?
1: The flavor. I mean, some of them...
0: Mine are very important. Some
1: of them might be (laughs) vaguely useful to you in a hyper-specific situation. But, like, they're... they are are are, trinkets? They are mostly jokes.
2: What are your trinkets?
3: (laughs) I'm telling you, it's a brightly covered headscarf with dark glasses. Oh, great. And my yeast mother... Where do you write that? Resources. resources.
2: Um... You're going for the full Professor Trelawney.
3: No, no. Like when I have to mingle with other people, I wear my scarf and my big glasses. And you guys will see why. I am going
2: for metal teeth, original
1: teeth removed due to boredom. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and oh, then same seems 13. Spritz <laughs> bottle and paper fan to keep from overheating. It's very important.
1: Domains are um, domains are basically like I look how the here are like moist now. Bodies of knowledge, basically. So all that? of all of the locations are based on domains. They're right next to your skills. All the locations are based on domains, and so they're basically like. If you're cursed and you're dealing with things that are cursed, you're going to get an extra die for that. If you know stuff about things that are occult and you're dealing with things that are occult, you're going to get extra die for that. So that's basically all the domains breakdown. So there are six callings, and the calling so calling does one really important mechanical thing, and that is it is your advancement scheme. Uh, the calling is going to tell you how you level up, because in order to level up, you're going to pick two beats at the start of every session. Oh, it also gives you an ability and more junk. It's going to tell you how you level up, because at the start of every session, you're going to pick two beats. The callings are adventure, enlightenment, forced, heart song, and penitent. And they start on page 16. Adventure it just means that you're like, you're called to go out and explore. You want to, you know, have experiences and adventure. Enlightenment means that you're like trying to gain some kind of knowledge. And these are, I'm I'm painting with the broadest possible brush. They get way more specific than that. Uh, forced means that somebody is making you go into the heart. Heart song means that the heart is calling you into it in some way. And you guys are both heart song, right? Yep. And then the last one is penitent, which means you're going into the heart to redeem yourself for something, which one of the coolest one of my favorite beats I've read is the penitent. One of their uh, their one of their two Zenith beats is to betray your order intentionally this time, which is great.
2: Interesting. I'm going to go with adventure. Do we sometime, do we currently pick beats?
1: Uh, once all of the, all of the, we need to have a frame, like once everything is done here, like the last thing we're going to do okay. today is pick beats so that okay. when I'm prepping for our first session, I'll know what we're we'll doing. We'll pick two minor. You'll pick any beats. So the issue though, if you pick a major beat is those are going to be harder to get mm-hmm. and they're going to progress you faster. Right. But.
0: But we'll choose two.
1: Two beats. You okay. you could right off the bat, I guess. Do we a, then choose
0: no. two <laughs> Every session do we choose different Every ones? Every session. Yep. So like
1: or you can choose the same one again if it didn't come right, but up. But it's my goal to incorporate that.
0: You you don't have to stick with the same two the entire time. Because no. like like I said, it does say here if you'd like to mix it up, you have the other players and the GM choose one. Of the oh, yeah, yes, for you. Yep. Um so I was just curious if it if it changed up or not. So okay. So
1: then that Chrissy is gonna give you a core ability. In yeah. this case, legendary. And then uh, you're gonna answer those questions for your character and then you're also gonna get some loot on that black box on the right page. Uh, and you guys both picked heart song. I'm assuming you've already gone through the process. How do we
2: write hmm. that? Just question. Uh, abilities. There's a spot for okay, abilities, yeah.
1: yeah. And then your whatever loot you get, and then
2: says so comedic at this point. Um, what-, <laughs> what trinket did you go with as heart song? Oh, um, did you look at it?
1: What you carry with you to mark your calling.
2: Yep. Oh, yes. a uh, 20
3: sketches of the man you're convinced you're going okay. to meet down here. all made by <laughs> I, <different> almost,
2: <laughs> artists. I almost went for that, but instead I said greenish candles that help you sleep a dreamless sleep because it plays into my vanity.
1: Mm. Also, if you have the heart book, you should just be flipping through it right now because it's beautiful. It's got some really great art in here.
2: I'm sorry. I don't have the physical book. I just have a PDF. Yeah. The only other one. Well, I one... people
1: at home, not you guys.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, but I'm telling them. Like, yeah. The PDF I'm is
1: sorry,
2: fine I'm sorry. My too, husband has it. Oh, no. Okay. She's dropping husband again. <laughs> just giving you shit.
3: No, yeah. The other thing that I would have chosen, if it didn't gross me out so badly, was the barely viable homunculus who oh, shamefully yes. coughed up. I was like, it's so good, but oh, God.
1: That's actually perfect for a cleaver, too. That's like spot on.
2: All right. So, like I said, I'm going to do a man the scientist book, okay?
0: Incarnadine. Well, she has yeah. to write. I'm, I'm just bitty.
1: curious, Chrissy, what attracted you to the Incarnadine?
0: Uh, so I liked the idea of the like. I want to play Princess Tarabini. Ah! Oh, is basically the idea like just the fucked up kid who like, is supposed to be on a higher pedestal than she is, but she just can't, and so she uh, gambles her life away, and then I guess falls into the like joins
1: a debt cult, right. <laughs> Um, to the god or just god incarnate mm-hmm. yeah I love it the incarnate and in fact the incarnate is uh, oh what's his last name the other the other writer of the book Chris it's mm-hmm. his favorite class mm-hmm.
0: yeah just the, uh, one day you wake up and things are missing and you're like oh well shit I just dug myself deep too deep into this whole <laughs> uh, like I said I thought the idea of just the bored not teenager but just the bored prince like, and I, I and it works perfect as an I use princess as a term I mean more like the spoiled brat mm-hmm. you know who's mm-hmm. like is just bored with her life. So she just kind of fucks it up because she's bored. <laughs>
3: well, yeah, because like you're like where you're trying to do better, but you keep fucking it yeah. up. Right. And like so said, now you're like an incarnadine in the heart. Right. Like things. I said, Princess yeah.
0: Terabine seems like the perfect example of what I what I envision for this character who's like just it, her parents are basically like, get the fuck out. You got to figure your life out. And so this is where she goes with it.
1: So we've got a cleaver, a deep apiarist, and uh, an incarnadine. <laughs> <laughs> in- <laughs> in- <laughs> it's a great party. I think it would be really fun to have a witch and a cleaver in the same party together. Because yeah. they're basically like uh, yin and yang of interacting with the heart.
0: I contemplated the the witch, but I thought Lydia. Might See, I would have thought so. witch or
1: hound for you. So I would have thought hound or dead I specifically for
0: you. stayed away from hound.
1: And I also figured that you would specifically I not choose be... not to do hound because it's the most obvious. I
0: one don't want to be snow again. <laughs> no, I kind of just want, I'm going to be a chaos demon, guys. Welcome to this <laughs> shit show. <laughs> um, hopefully I won't fuck it up. It's fine.
2: Also, yes, I did say I was going between the deep apiarist and In the, the witch, but ultimately.
0: You were very leaning towards that, and that was that deep the apiarist. apiarist
1: was. Yeah, that. she was pretty hard deep apiarist from the beginning. What made you choose Cleaver Maddie?
3: Oh, I think how visceral they are, right? And how feral. hmm
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just love that you just eat stuff. That's yeah. like your.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's why I have a yeast mother. <laughs> She's very dignified. Her real name is Carbon.
1: Did you listen to that whole podcast? Yes. I love the feedback they got for uh, which one is it? The minor or the major ability where you get a beast. Oh, the beast. Just, yes. just... Well,
3: and that's why I wanted to do the. Like, I told her specifically, I was like, we need lions and veils because that was a big thing for Lydia was animal stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a very emotional.
1: I mean, if you take that last ability and you die, your dog will die.
0: Yeah. So the podcast they are talking about
1: is, yeah, so um, Chris and Grant did a uh, like director's commentary for the book. You can find it on their website, right, Lydia, mm-hmm. uh, where they walk through it's 16 episodes. They vary wildly in length from 15 minutes to an hour and 10 uh, where they just talk about each chunk of the book. It's by no means necessary listening, but there's some really cool stuff in there, some insight into how they wrote the book and, and some uh, addendums onto some of the characters and classes and stuff. So then you're gonna pick, you're gonna pick one major ability and three minor abilities from your class. Something to consider when you're thinking about your abilities is that, really, especially the major abilities, but even the minor ones, is you're really picking what your class is about. And keep in mind that you're almost certainly not going to get all of your abilities in the course of a campaign. It's, I mean, you could right. if we play for a very long time, which but we're not. In the, you know, in the, <laughs> the, in the, you're you all know,
0: dying in ten. We, sessions. we top out in
1: 12-ish <laughs> sessions, you know, so uh, in that time you're almost certainly not going to get all of those abilities, but you're really picking like, this is what my character is about. Oh,
0: God. Okay, so I have to pick. So core abilities and then how many minors? So you
1: get your core abilities. Okay. You get three minors and you get one major. You may want to pick your major before you pick your minors because every major ability has a set of minor abilities that tag along with it.
2: Okay. Is that the suggestions? No,
1: those aren't suggestions. Where so, like, Is that it, what you get? You're the deep apiarist, right? Yeah. Let me go back. So like for your what major ability did you pick? Oh
2: an, oh so where it says annihilation gains yeah. the range tag.
1: So you have annihilation is your major ability, but then you have the minor ability blossom within the skull. Annihilation gains the range tag. That's a separate minor ability.
2: That comes with it or that
1: you get it, you get annihilation, and then you can spend one of your minor abilities. Oh, to so get I don't it.
2: automatically get it. A- no,
1: you have oh. to boost you have to power that sucker up.
2: And then eventually when we die, we get the Xena.
1: Well, so you can die and not get your Zenith ability. Oh, if you, okay, but like, if why you, would I do that? If you collect enough, <laughs> well, the reason is because you collect enough critical fallout, the game stops being fun. Cause Come you, on now. You, I, I can only move, <laughs> I have to limp around on no legs. <laughs>
2: oh, God. And I
1: have teeth for eyes. And so I'm my character retires and runs all, a tavern.
2: Chrissy said teeth was like a hard thing. And that's not his, I it's it it's on, not the, not on the sheet. No, We've just not. brought up teeth
3: so much already. <laughs> it's the ones that like the gaps in between they're no, hanging kind of loose. Teeth are just gross to me.
0: Teeth,
1: yeah, like just a see, teeth Which is funny because like I love a,
3: the idea of teeth and like being gross, no. like moss around your gums. Yeah, like a and... teeth cavern.
1: So you guys have all picked your <laughs> abilities. So we're for, so Chrissy's catching up. You guys are, are you done with everything up to calling questions?
2: First um, of all, I wrote down all my batshit insane stuff. So like, we're good. Yeah. Okay. What is a dimensional barometer? Mm. On, uh, what do
1: point. you think a dimensional barometer is? Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Where do you get knacks at?
1: You don't get any knacks from the get-go.
2: Because it's like you have,
3: what is it? What's a knack from? The skill, right?
1: Yeah, and so domain. if you get a, if so, oh, that is important. If you do end up taking a skill twice or a domain twice, you get a knack. So if something would give you kill again, you would get you oh, know, okay. a knack with using kill. Okay. Which, does anybody have kill as a skill? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a dumb question.
0: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking crave as my major.
1: I don't even know what that does.
0: Debt is just quantified want. You cut out the middleman. Roll compel plus haven to cast the spell on an NPC you're speaking to. On a success, you can instill great desire for something in them. If the thing they want is unusual for them, casting this spell is risky on a success. They now fiercely want whatever it is you specified until the end of a current situation.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Which so like kind of tonally too, I guess it's important to talk about. So hard is not a balanced game. So it's not D where it's like I've prepped, you know, I have six rooms with this many monsters and there's going to be this golden loot at the end. And we're just going through to get that. Typically you're going to not typically you're always going to be driving towards your goals And there's just going to be like weird shit in the way and you're going to figure out how to get through it. But that means that it's not a game, especially with the classes we picked, it's not a game exclusively about just like murdering everything in front of you until Mm -hmm. you get to the other side, except for maybe you, in which case it's about murdering and chewing on a little bit of whatever. It's funny you say that though. I mean, like
3: when we do like character introductions, like I have a few thoughts for her, mm -hmm. but I'm glad you brought it up. Like, I mean, we were talking about like the tone of the game. It's more
1: torchbearer than it is D&D. Yeah. Which I, th- I cut you off. I'm sorry, man. No,
3: I was just like that. My whole thing was like I wanted to see how dark everybody wanted to get because you could get really fucking terrible, scary, sad with this. Or it can be like, meh, you know, like yeah. we're just like spelunking through the dark forest full of, you know,
1: organs or whatever. I, I think there's room for some horror. But even the book talks about I mean, it's, it's much more grim, dark than it is like actually horrific darkness yeah yeah and i'm sure that there will be scenes in our game that are scary and gross but for the most part i think it's like just absolutely absurd ridiculousness is mm-hmm. the is the tone okay and that's what appeals to me is how just fucking bonkers it is
3: well i mean and the rule I'm, sets for i'm kind of all over the place with it like i could be grotesquely into it or not it's fine like either way i know we're all like staring at our phone like trying to figure out
2: like
1: this is great no, listening. No,
2: I've got protections and yeah. I've got three protection and echo. Mm-hmm. Which protects me against
1: You probably get some decent protection, right? Yeah, mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
3: In what? Yeah, I have like I have heart's blood, so I have mental protection value for any for all resistances according to the tier that we're on.
1: Echo. Well, and the important part is that the deeper you go, the stronger your protection it's gets. Equal to the tier. So at tier 4, you can't be harmed by unarmed attacks.
3: Um and then we both share in the blood.
1: So is everybody at calling questions?
0: I think so. Is that the next thing?
1: Yeah. Did you get, did you get protections, Chrissy? Oh, what is that? Uh, it would have been in your profile, I think, or in one of your abilities.
3: Something should have told you to go. Oh, plus um, one. Yeah. So yeah, I've got like in the blood plus echo and mm-hmm. then I've got the, I mean, you may blood. have
1: not gotten any protections
3: like my feast and I've got some other shit going on. Mm hmm.
1: But I mean, by default, you uh, people are unarmored unless mm-hmm. you're a Missy Knight, in which case you wear special trained power armor. You're most people walk around pretty easy to stab and kick and punch and shoot.
0: A game plus two fortune. Talk for oh yourself. yeah, protection.
1: fortune protection. So, so the four or five stresses five. Blood is just your physical body. You're breaking arms, you know, getting shot, uh, tripping and falling, bleeding out. All that stuff's blood. Uh, mind is sort of your like. Mental coherence. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, you know, your ability to deal with trauma and stress and those kind of things. Um, Echo is the heart trying to corrupt and change you. So has everybody read or seen Annihilation? No. Mm -hmm. Okay. well, um, basically, it's the heart. Well, it's it's the heart trying to take over who you are. The heart slowly trying to creep inside of you and make you heart. And that's your echo resistance. Um, Fortune resistance is just luck. So like the Hound plays a lot in fortune resistance. The Hound's basically like a PI, <laughs> like a noir film PI, just trying not to get shot or die before the end of the story. That's your fortune resistance. And then supplies is how much shit you have. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but basically we don't care about any of those values until you, until I roll the D12 and you in the number slower. So like you can have all 10 of your supplies boxes filled in and it doesn't matter it doesn't mean anything it's not until we roll the the, the die and it, the fallout die and it's below that value then all of a sudden you're going to get a minor fall or a minor or major fallout that relates to it okay um otherwise you're basically just ignore it you know put fast and loose do whatever you want mm-hmm. no consequence right so let's do calling questions who wants or i guess we can do introduce characters and do calling questions who mm-hmm. do not have a name uh there's some suggested alfier names on page 14 that seems lame They're good to read though They will give you A really clear idea Of the types of Weird ass shit Alphir name themselves
2: Okay I will say I can go Okay Okay. I got reference photos
1: I went hard Also something that I've heard A lot of people do Chrissy is they will They'll do a really Bat shit name So they'd be like Ash on snow But people call me Ash Yeah
2: Mine is simple Anais What's
1: your What's your full crazy uh, Alphir name
2: I don't know
0: (laughs) It's yeah, not fine. important. Not important. I don't know.
2: No, Anais is my name because I also liked how like strange it is and naturey it is. Oh okay. god, that's
0: gonna be a nightmare
2: to remember. Anais. I thought it was different yeah. enough from Aster and Astrid
3: Lisa and Aether. A,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I was like, there's something. It's an artist
3: name too, so that's kind of interesting. I People call you that. Annie. Okay. Oh. Ew. Anais. <laughs> no, it's probably something like <laughs> full name. Don't
0: don't do that. So it's probably something
3: it, like some spring garden shit. Anais. A-N-A-I-S. Yeah, like, there's I-S. technically
0: double dots and over like the Anias I. Like
3: Anais Nin. Like the author.
0: Yeah, but if I write down Anais, I will call her Anais. So, Anais. Is that the flower? Anais, yeah. Anais. There's double dots over the I. It's okay. All right. I need the phonetic, though, so I don't fucking it
2: okay. up every episode. I'm Alfier. My calling is heart song, and I'm a deep apiarist. So, first of all... I have resources of metal teeth because I've plucked my original teeth with boredom. I have a paper fan. I wear very fancy clothes. I am very vain. Um, in fact, what attracted me to the heart is the bees. I started to become like, I was very into nature and journaling about nature and very much like think Victorian sitting by the tree journaling, being one with nature, because naturalist. I have nothing better to do with my life. <laughs> um, let's be honest. And so all of a sudden, I became romanticized kind of with bees. And I had, you know, I started being one with them. And all of a sudden, I think that I can hear them. But they're very mean. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of an asshole. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I am addicted to their honesty. So that's part of the reason I plucked my teeth out, because they would be like, your teeth are so yellow. Your teeth are cracked. God, your outfit's horrible. These bees are terrible. (laughs) God, your dress is terrible. Oh, you chose to wear that today? Like, they're very honest. Whereas, like, everybody else in my life. Is that honesty? (laughs) Everybody else in my life is, uh, kind of hypes me up. Talks good about me. They're all fake. But the bees tell the truth. This is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot to unpack in this conversation (laughs) but the v's tell the truth to me and so it's a
1: very heart
2: (laughs) that's why they have started to inhabit my being right like i've just kind of let them take me over
3: they're literally your inner voice now
2: yeah they are my voice whether they actually speak to me or not is up for debate but you know for now i believe they do so, All
1: right. who wants to go next?
2: Oh, and you as far don't as, wear a mask, right? No, I do not choose to wear a mask. So, as far as abilities, I'm really kind of intrigued by everything with the deep apiarist. So, in fact, they are one of my skills. They are starting to take over the structure of my bone, mm-hmm. and I have become hive.
3: So, what does that look like though? Like, so what are they building it up?
2: Yeah, in my face. All of it is very much starting, instead of bone, or instead of face, it's honeycomb. And it's starting to take over my hands, and my face, and all of so that. So
1: Lydia and I were talking earlier that there's a way to play the deep apiarist, where you're not actually playing an like, uh, yeah. alphir or a drow or whatever, but really, you're just a playing bee- a hive of bees, yep. <laughs>
3: that looks like. <laughs> I'm going for. So you have you have high <laughs> high cheekbones that are all honeycomb. i gorgeous. Like? Yeah
2: i am gorgeous i'm like blonde blue eyes i'm very pretty in this like very i don't
1: know oh you're also giants we didn't talk about that alfira are like super fucking tall very um they literally have magic coursing through their veins you're these super tall like lithe beautiful creatures yeah
2: i am incredibly pretty pretty i think rather than sexy right (laughs) Very pretty. Yeah.
3: Um, Classically hive beautiful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I have started to let the hive take over because I've started to see them as prettier than me. Right? This is
3: very Gia. Yeah. I like it.
2: <laughs> um, but yes. So. What's your
1: weakest resistance?
2: What do you mean? What's your I lowest only have resi- a th- Or
1: you're not resistance protection.
2: I. Everything but echo is shit. <laughs> everything yeah. but echo. I have okay. a three in echo. Everything else is a zill. Okay. No, You know. So. I can fit through any gap small enough for a bee by dismembering myself.
3: <laughs> I'm a bee. I'm a fucking bee lady because I'm a pile of bees.
2: I will say that was it can purely take up to that six was hours. Pure, it can take six hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I can use I can take stress to blood and uh, do it in an hour if you really want to it fit through a hole. There's so
3: much that makes so much sense with us, though. It's so funny how we choose
2: characters. Uh, also, intoxicant gain the compel skill once per session. You can talk to someone for five minutes and reduce them to their basest impulses Ooh. again because I'm oh, very pretty. Which
1: does remind me because we have two semi magic characters. Um, so the, the intent of the game almost like fade a little bit. Is that you can do anything you want magically? Like there's not like it's it'll refer to spells. Nobody in here has spells, but like you know you like you're the incarnadine, so you have you you pray to incarn. You have this god of death, so you could describe any of your actions as being you know. Cosmically impacted Just like mm. Lydia She could say I jump out of the way Of the knife Or whatever Or my bees Deform into a swarm And float <laughs> yeah. away That's you an know, ability Like feel free to describe Any of your actions wrong. In the context of your character It's not important That they fit And in fact Sometimes doing that Will make tasks easier Because risky and dangerous Actions remove dice So being able to describe Your action in a way That makes gotcha. it less dangerous Or risky Is uh, a good skill
2: And then also My like other abilities are release the swarm, <laughs> kill D4 spread hey, a bunch of bees, annihilation against hearts, blooded people or creatures. Your touch functions as a D8. So also I can just essentially just buzz the shit out of you. Right. And then the hive at the beginning of each situation, clear all mind stress as in madness <laughs> flows from through you
1: just and a into the crazy hive. Crazy good power. Yep. All right. Who wants to Pretty go? Badass. Who wants to go next?
3: Uh, well, I am Malara. Olara? Malara. Malara. Malara, okay. Yeah. Heart song is my calling, uh, drow cleaver. She's not anything like that, I'm
2: afraid.
1: <laughs> Maybe the opposite.
2: <laughs> yeah. You mean yeah. bees don't talk to you?
3: Mm, well, actually they do. So that's really funny that you say that. But uh, so, yeah. So the way I went with this cleaver, she's very tall and lean, like almost skeletal, right? Very hollowed and sunken cheeks. And um, these deep, almost like a a shimmery oil black eyes. Okay. Yeah. Um, And like kind of long straggly hair with, it's kind of mossy looking. You haven't
2: bathed in a while?
3: Well, I mean, it just looks unkempt. And yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mind your business. Um, But everything is just gaunt about her. And she's just kind of like baggy plain clothes on with like a satchel around her waist where there's a wicked looking sharp hunting knife and this just it's not rusty so much as just nicked and beat down massive cleaver on her hip brutal looking axe but the way i went with her was in certain lights her fingers flashing these long black inky claws Mm and her skin kind of shimmers when she turns the corner like she kind of winks in and out of your vision but yeah small insects and animals are attracted to her (laughs) so it's very interesting yeah
1: Uh, well and it so it's worth noting that the uh these are not like bees
3: no no i know but it's just funny that she was like i'm a bee lady i was like i'm gonna be this lady who attracts insects it's just uh, funny
1: yeah so anissa's says N-I-E's. bees are uh, Glyphed and
3: like magic and Yeah, they're
1: crazy. weird interdimensional yeah. antibodies <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the interesting thing bees. about
2: It's just funny though
1: yes, So yeah, know, in the podcast, if
2: you listen to all of it One of his like favorite combos to play Was Deep Apiarist and Heartsborn Well, I
1: don't know if it was his favorite But it was like the most immediately bizarre Interesting
2: <laughs> Because they're very counterintuitive, right? It's like Deep Apiarist very much anti-heart anti-heart heart Heart song is very pro-heart and so all the time conflicting with that anise is attracted to the heart and very interested but then she also has an ability that allows uh the beast to literally take over her body
3: well it's funny um so is is that anise so she's from the surface she's not from the heart yep yep Um, So Malara is from the heart.
1: Oh, so you're second generation or whatever. Yeah.
3: Her um, people came down to worship the Triple Mother, right? Oh. And um, she wandered away from them. uh,
1: Damn neck virtues or whatever. Mm
3: -hmm. And so, uh, yeah. Well, I guess. Born of it. Born of the darkness.
1: Um, are you ready to try to introduce your character? Right, yeah. Do you I didn't understand the stuff?
0: assignment because I got this last <laughs> night. so you're, you're no pressure. no pressure, pressure. Um,
1: you really but, don't need to do any prep. It's easy to, I know, but they can
2: fully fleshed out characters. Okay, or we were like, we were very excited. Lydia's been
1: talking to me about this for a while. Okay. Yeah. It just like, feels awkward.
2: More so than any other game. I have been trying to flesh my character out with Jacob for a while.
0: Um, all right, so, so I stay in the shower, like I, I always do. Yes, <laughs> that I am going to be Thorn of the Red Rose. She goes by Red. She is it's a very a Elfier name. High elf incarnadine, uh, Red. As I guess all Elphir are come from a very prominent, luxurious family. She is everything but that expectation, though. She would prefer to be rubble-rousing in the streets and gambling and drinking, and she's bored. She's just bored with the luxurious life. It's boring, and she's not interested in any of it. Um, And so she basically gambles her life away in the interest of feeding that need to not be bored um, and finds herself way, way, way deep in debt with um, Incarn. Is that yeah, hot? so Incarn
1: is the god of right. the Incarnadine. So
0: she, she finds herself super deep in debt with Incarn and finds herself now one of his...
1: Yeah, so interestingly, Incarn is uh, canonically non-binary. Mm-hmm. Not oh, not asexual, there. but is canonically non-binary.
0: So they are... Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, she just leans into it because it's interesting, right? It's the ennui of the rich. It's just something different <laughs> to do. It's very chaos. non-boring, and so... um. She eventually finds herself leaving the upper to head to the lower because she she needs more. Like, mm-hmm. the upper's no longer providing all the interesting. It's boring there now. So she decides to go to the heart to find something more fulfilling and interesting. She's just constantly looking to, I guess, fill that hole, I guess. Um, she's just looking to be... Different and find ways to. That's like, funny. Malara's always hungry too. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, what else do you guys need from me? Uh,
3: what do you um, look like? What
0: do you look like? Uh, so, mask? I, no mask? You she's like? not masked. I feel like probably what she. Oh crap! No the mask questions? for anything else here. Interesting. I don't want it to do you guys nice. carry it with you or just not wear it? I like, think I think that Red carries hers but never wears it. She she kind of like I feel like she shows it off. Like look at the crazy shit they wanted me to wear. Like, is this not the most ridiculous bullshit kind of concept? Oh,
2: it's purely because I'm prettier without. Mm. Uh solely that. Like, come on now.
0: Oh, but she's
3: in love with her bees.
1: Yeah, did the bees tell you that?
2: <laughs> yes, of mm.
0: course they did. <laughs> I'm so uh. into this. But yeah, that's her thing. So yes, yeah, she has the mask. She's like, look at this garbage. Uh, I don't know what the mask looks like at this point. Like I said, I'm, I do. Did I'm not. assuming you don't
1: even have a mask, right?
0: I said I did. Oh, I, you'd keep it. But I, the
2: bees chose, like, I'm prettier without. I
0: think the mask- so we just never see it. I think her mask looks like like a porcelain doll. This creepy ass porcelain dolls that you grow up with, oh. you know, where it's like perfect perfection yep. with with the perfect ruching on the cheeks and like just creepy. And she hates it because like everything about right. blood- Yeah, everything about Red is that she's like – she wears pants and like a tunic and is like very understated in her – she – town plays her Althea beauty. She doesn't think she's beautiful. She doesn't want to be beautiful. She doesn't want to have anything to do with that beauty. She hunches so that she's shorter. You know, she wants to be smaller. She doesn't want to be this tall, Mm. regal thing. She wants to be one of those – she wants to be human practically. She's like
1: like – which is sort of ironic, because you're tall, but they're still probably taller than you. Yeah. Elf, are like, like I said, giants. But I
0: think Malara thinks she's pretty. I don't mm. know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, like, I'm sure she, because <laughs> she's a high elf, she can't help it. But yeah. she's going to do everything in her power mm-hmm. to try to not.
1: You pull, downplay your Right,
0: she's going to wear dirty, feature. not dirty clothes, but she's not going to, she's not going to dress up fancy. She's, she's Calamity Jane. Yes, okay. yes, that's a perfect example. Yes, she's. I upplay
2: it. All the time. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. In fact, one of the things I can't Stringing get rid of. dirty my dirty tunic. Is, uh, <laughs> is the clothing. Like I wear just balls, ridiculous dresses. I've got the newest fashion. I can never let's be caught this. in anything more than once. Like, let's be
1: real. All right. So let's do calling questions. Who wants to go first? That is under. Yeah, you're uh, under your calling. So for calling. you, Chrissy, that will be on page 16.
3: Oh, here's oh, his adventure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, y'all's is on page 22.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I went like nine different ways with it, so I have no idea. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't know. This is the one I was struggling with last
3: night. Yeah, 100%. So I had a question. The connection mm-hmm. to the heart has touched you. How does it manifest? How literal is that?
1: It's totally up to you. Okay, so it doesn't so, matter how crazy I get with it. Yeah, so you're a cleaver, so... It could be, I mean, one yeah. of your zenith abilities is that you turn into the beast. You, you hunt like eat and eat shit, the right? beast, and then you are the beast now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's as pretty probably. much as buck fucking wild as you want. I mean, hearts, I mean, honestly, heart song cleaver is probably the most like.
3: Yeah, visceral looking. Goes yeah. right okay. together. Okay, so I think she has these long tiger fangs that like drape her over <laughs> her lips. Yeah. That's how it touched you? No, that's that's the manifestation of
2: it yeah
1: do we want to pitch these around the table yeah mm-hmm. or do you want to well, do all of yours and then all of it yours
2: doesn't matter yours? to me I, well, would so, I'm, I'm to I would say so because I'm I want to kind of hear what other people have to say too. cheaters Hold on a second,
3: I, that write down the I thing. don't
0: mind like doing question then question then question person that's what I was saying yeah. oh so, okay, Lydia you okay. go anyway, next so, then you're so what's, what's your connection saying. yeah you're already like manifesting
3: so many crazy things, right? Yeah, I've
2: got a lot going
3: on. Well, uh, but remember, all your crazy weird
1: now. shit is non- bees, yep. not the heart.
3: Yep, that's what I mean. She's like already so like convoluted, though. I'm so bee-filled. I've got like an idea, of...
1: <laughs> just so freaking full of bees. Just full of
3: bees. <laughs> she just weeps, honey. I <laughs> yeah, love it. In I'm my also notes, got I did also, write do bees. You cry, honey? I
1: did write bees all caps.
2: No, actually, that was. Hold on, <laughs> I'm just teasing. You <laughs> Go ahead. know, you mentioned this, but uh, one of my inspo photos. Was literally just dripping honey. Hmm, I like it. Was just, was just like
3: I went for like I was looking for wind to go. Frankly, like that's how I envisioned the cleaver.
2: Which three images, symbols, people, or creatures do you repeatedly see when you dream? Bees, <laughs> no. um, peonies,
3: just straight peonies all the time.
2: I keep seeing a a stag man when I dream, mm. half Hot. stag. Half human, <laughs> oh no! Bottom half human, upper half stag.
3: Totally into it. Yeah, <laughs> we're back in. Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> he has like hooves way for We're hands. doing this again. <laughs> Just
2: kidding. Um, he's got a long, like exactly like the face of a stag. Deer face. Yep, deer face, deer antlers,
3: human. I should have written furry on there.
2: <laughs> um,
3: it's also
2: a, wine he, or a I keep seeing runes along with that. I can't decipher them. Haven't tried to be honest. And then
0: smoke.
1: All right, what you got? All right, Christy? my first
0: question is: What drove you out of the city above? I think that it's pretty fairly simple for Red. Like, uh, she probably burnt every bridge she probably had in the city above um but she's also like you know what what's the next fucking thing and the promise of all the opportunities that are available in the uh undercity um and like if, if it has to be the heart that's like driving it, like the heart's going to be.
1: No, it's so not for you. Yeah. So for them, the heart is specific, specifically reached out crazy. to them. But yeah, you just are. Well, honestly, adventure is whatever the. F- you're. Yeah, I I'm just like, get out there. That
0: sounds awesome. I, I, I In- don't. Incarn's
1: like, there's all these markets. I
0: feel <laughs> like. Yeah, I feel like Red is not an only child. She's probably like the third kid who's probably been forgotten. And so she's just. But there's always still that expectation. You must present the family. You must. And she was like, fuck all that. And she's like, I'm out and like she's such a dirt bag i like it yeah
1: the uh, the incarn the is the only one with the zenith ability where you just get to leave yeah you yeah, yeah i can, I can
0: reach tier four of the heart yeah. or i can lead a haven to prosperity so i mm-hmm. can become a leader if i want to but <laughs> who wants to do that let's just have some fucking fun
1: all right uh i guess that's back to you then maddie
3: sure okay i'll do the three images one i'm all over the place um
1: <laughs> that's fine well, that's right because you guys
0: have the same
3: yeah um, I have um, recurring dreams about um, long black feathers, um, mm-hmm. jagged mossy cliffs, and it's almost this sensual like just warm fonts of like red rivers running over my body. I can smell like meat and copper and I'm just like encased in it. It's like this spa moment for her. You're
4: fucked up, I like
1: it. That really fits with the, what's the primal heaven? I don't remember, the forest? Mm -hmm. No, that's not what it's called. Whatever, the primal heaven.
3: Yeah, the one where you're like, yeah, killing deer for fun forever. (laughs) I think Red's gonna dig you. (laughs)
1: You're Um, messy.
3: said I'm like your dirty like like lowbrow friend, yeah.
1: All right, Lydia, you're back up.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna need to chat this out, Maddie. You recently witnessed an unearthly sight with another player character. Mm. Who was it? What happened? How did they react? I think that's gonna be you. Because I both think we're called by heart, and I think even that nobody else saw it. Who was around us? It was just us. Mm. Um, I'm having trouble. Why this is so hard? Is that the heart is such a infinite thing? Well, so, yeah.
1: so we can we can add some bones to it. So when you're at tier zero, is spire. Tier one is the out the edges of Derelictus, which is the lowest level of the spire. It's tunnels and caves, right? That's, you know, it's classic dungeon crawling. I'm walking through rocks. I'm climbing over things. There's, you know, underwater water that are under <laughs> underground water. Underwater stuff like water. That. <laughs> Tier one. It's like, oh, the, the walls kind of breathe a little bit, but it seems like a vaguely normal place. Oh, I'm in this weird underground city. Things like that. Tier two. It's like, oh, this is a forest. <laughs> underground there's always a moon tier three is like you know walls made out of meat rivers of blood all sorts of weird just like fucking buck wild stuff and then tier four is just shrug so that gives you kind of context where it is i think the best way to ground the reality of the heart is that the heart is manifesting what people want so if enough people get in a place together and want a thing that's how landmarks happen but the heart is constantly trying to figure out what it is people want and give it to them It just is shit at it. And so you're like, I really want a city where it's, you know, bright and sunny and there's fields to play in. And the fields are made out of screaming, you know, I don't know, skulls. And (laughs) the sun is constantly out all the time. And once a day, it blinks out and monsters scurry out of the ground and eat everyone who's outside. Do you have
3: something you want to see?
2: Yeah. Okay. I got it. I think we see all of a sudden people drowning and a river of blood come from
1: the sky. A, a uh, blood flood, as it were
2: A blood flood <laughs> That's beautiful
1: So the only the two of you saw it, so did everyone else die?
2: Yeah, we literally see Probably three to five people Die We go to check their bodies after So like, there's this wall That it hits right in front of us It rushes away It goes, it disappears And after that we go to look for the bodies And the bodies are nowhere to be found Mm. uh so is this like
3: a haven that had been consumed or is this just like a random like corridor or is an
2: adventuring party All right that's so pretty, pretty so how neat. did you how did you react i I'd say in the moment that I was very I was very overwhelmed. I didn't know how to react. It's the first physical manifestation that I'd seen because I recently came from above. So I'm not used to wild shit like this happening. So
1: you guys, this is your your first encounter with tier two of the heart. This is my
2: first encounter. I'm not used to it. The red
1: moon sits fecund in the sky.
2: Yeah. After it goes away and we go to look for the bodies, the bees convince me that it wasn't real. Mm. That it didn't happen. This is the heart playing mind games with me. I shouldn't succumb. Okay. All right. Uh,
3: Malara. Yeah. Malara is the opposite. She's like writhing in leftover blood on the ground and like seizes a herald of like her favor and like how blessed they were. And the heart like accepts them. And she's like she's like grabbing your hands and like with her like big oily black eyes. She was like, this is. Can you hear her? Can you hear her? And, like, she's just, like, leaving your clothes, like, your beautiful clothes just streaked with filth, you know? And she's just, like, so ecstatic. Zealotry.
1: All right, Chrissy. <laughs>
0: All right, so I have two that, like, interact with you guys. So one is, recently you and another character returned from a delve with an item from a wealthy patron. They wouldn't give it up. Why and what was it? And I feel like, Lydia, that would be you.
2: Okay. So, a uh, luxurious item.
0: Mm-hmm. From a wealthy patron. They wouldn't give it up. Why was it? Why and what was it?
2: Their crystallized pet. Okay. And why wouldn't they give it up?
1: So was it a pet that's been crystallized or was it some crystal monster that they yeah. turned into a pet?
2: Oh, think? I think it was like a fucking hellhound made of bits and parts that they mm-hmm. have I like it. that they kind of called together. Like they tried to do some fucked up magic, but it didn't work out well for them. And so instead they managed to create this like Mesh of bits and bones that resembles a dog. So, why don't we give it up?
0: Because it's cool. Why, like, why don't we give I, it up or know. why don't I'm they sorry. give Let it me, up? Recently, you and another character returned from a delve with an item for a wealthy patron. Yeah. They wouldn't give it up. Why and what was it? And so it was the dog. Mm-hmm. But how do we return with it if they wouldn't give it up?
1: I think. Or do we not I give think it up? she wouldn't give, it wouldn't, up, wouldn't give it up. Right? So so you wouldn't give it up. So, you went back to the patron mm-hmm. and she wouldn't give it to them.
3: <laughs> well,
0: you said it's crystallized? Yeah. Because it's pretty. Oh, it's gorgeous! But also, I've always wanted a pet. There you go. So you now have a crystallized. What was it? Hellhound. Hellhound. Like, but bone it's like
3: in blood. <laughs> it's like Resident Evil kind of vibe.
0: There you go. All right. But also, yeah, pretty gorgeous. Wanted a dog. She's like, it's just pretty. It doesn't say why I would react to it. it just says.
1: I think it's up to you. Yeah, whatever you're. Yeah.
0: We might have issues later. We'll see. Hmm. Um,
1: Do you only have one? Left? Yes,
3: signs um, that allow you to recognize where the heart is strongest. I think it just becomes like more chaotic, like you know, um, it's almost like a glitch mode kind of thing. Everything becomes very yellow submarine um, high. I don't know, mushroomy kind of experience. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, one of the one of the tier two havens is a city, a literal city of thirty story tall skyscrapers surrounded by ghosts. Mhm.
2: Which are hard to kill.
1: Or almost impossible to kill. What you got, Lydia?
2: Okay. What signs do you look for to recognize where the heart is strongest? This is easy. The bees. I start to lose control of them. They become cluttered and chaotic and all of that.
1: Okay. So the bees, the
2: They lose control.
1: Yeah, but the bees kind of become disorganized. They sense
2: it and they become chaotic and it starts. I can't I can't use them or manipulate them as well.
0: They recognize that you're being controlled more by the heart than themselves. Yeah, basically.
2: And they're fighting each other.
0: I love that she's creating this character while drinking the love honey. I don't know. <laughs> that is true. It's a really, really great
1: imagery That's going on here. Which has beers. a heart on it, dripping honey. Right. It's pretty, it's pretty effective. I'm yeah. dripping honey as well.
3: It, no
2: one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Asterisk, not sexually.
0: Asterisk, not sexually.
1: All right, Chrissy, you got two more questions.
0: Right, so I have you and another player barely escaped from a dangerous situation recently. Who wasn't what happened? Uh Maddie, I feel like that's me and Malara. What dangerous situation did we escape and what happened? Mm.
3: Dangerous situation with Red.
0: Mm. Like I said, I feel like Red's gonna totally lean into like Malara's like cool, crazy. I like it.
3: Well, that's funny that Red thinks it's cool. Uh-huh. That's buck wild to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I think Malara was a guide for one of your adventures, right?
1: Cold hard cash.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, is this is maybe how we met. Yeah, sure. And I think—do I get us in too deep? You don't get us anywhere. I'm the guide. Um, how date? Well, what do you want it to be? Because that's I, kind of your question. So, yeah, like, what kind of danger are you looking for? Like, we find something at the heart. Are we fighting with a haven? Are we?
0: you know the heart can try to consume you what do you want uh i feel like it won't be heart related i feel like it'll be more like not peopley but character related because
3: like the incarnate is very different from what i'm playing so i don't know what your motivations are like why you're delving like what's your jam
0: yeah cash. Um, yeah drugs cash booze just fun and so maybe let's so she like, maybe she finds you, she approaches you, she's like, Hey, I need you to take me down to this quadrant or whatever we want to call it. Um,
1: so yeah, so d- me- mechanical terms, all the locations are called um landmarks,
0: right? Okay, so because you're a local, right? And so,
1: <laughs> give or take, yeah. give or take a few minutes.
0: Yeah. I'm like, Hey, local, I need to find this place. She asks, Yeah, I think I'm should- recommended. In fact, like, yeah, I'm like, of the place, uh, I'm looking for this. Let's let's say it's a gambling thing, right? Sure. And so she's looking for a, a, a quick buck, a fun game to play. I'm bored. It's Friday night. Let's oh, find so a I think th- okay. Do.
3: So like I'm leading you to a like an underground heart um, game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think then
0: what happens is the game goes. You said you're bad at this, right? I'm not bad at it. I just did enough of it that. uh, Oh, you're just a scandal. Yeah. Okay. Um. But no, I yeah, no, maybe that's
3: like it. Okay, so you win. Okay, so that's the thing then. So we go to the game. I lead you down to whatever like sketchy ass underground game it is. You blow away the table, right? And they're super mad. And so you have to fight your way out of there. And so part of my job is to get you out of there. And so you see what I become during the fight. Perfect. And that's how we escape. I... Eat some people. Mutilate.
0: Mm-hmm. goes full reaver. Yeah. All right. It's, like a, it's called that, right? <laughs> I'm not making that up. No, uh, you are. Cleaver. It. It's cleaver. Apparently, I'm thinking a firefly. Sorry. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I knew what you meant, though. It's more like horned cleaver, though. But yeah.
0: All right. And then Lydia, do you want to answer your other question? You yeah. um, okay? Blood
2: red eyes. That makes sense with the the blood flood thing and hunger. But blood red eyes. That the deeper we go the brighter they shine. I thought that not only do the eyes get redder, but I start to, like, bleed from my eyes.
0: Mm.
3: Like I said, we were blessed that day. I I love this completely.
0: Okay. Okay. Sounds great. Sounds pretty. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Let's do it. Uh, My final question. What's the most dangerous beast or individual you've heard tell of, and why haven't you defeated them yet?
2: I'm just kidding. It's not me. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) We're supposed to be... Team. Well,
2: Jacob can come up with some great so, shit. Insane well, so there's lots monsters. of there's lots
1: of literal crazy shit in the book already. Um you could just like or you could just like make up a thing and name it but and like, be like why this is a weird haven't monster.
0: I defeated them yet?
3: Like not found them yet? Yeah. You have to delve for them. It's job of the hut, whatever. Whatever the great gangster is down there. You're going to take their territory.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe there's like a hmm? a legendary, a legendary like character who like runs the gambling and all that shit and she wants his job
1: do you have any more thoughts about what you want that to look like Kersey or do you want to flush that out and play uh,
0: I think that I'm going to flush that out and play because it's just a rumor at this point right okay. right alright okay. so what are we doing next
1: so beats and then we need to talk beats. about the framework for the kind of game we want to play so
0: beats is under
1: it's your calling calling
0: and do you pick two minors?
1: You just pick two beats. I don't so know if
3: minor, major? So what he said earlier. It's whatever you want to do. I, I chose two minors.
2: I chose two minor because they are easier to accomplish than a, mi- than a, a major. major.
0: <laughs> Engage in reckless abandon with drinks, drugs, and sex. Well, easy. I got that one.
2: Um, do you want to share what ours are, Maddie?
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, I need, I need, um, I need all your beats because otherwise I can't do that. Yep.
2: Charm someone with tales of your exploits.
0: And then, are you writing this down?
1: Yeah. I'm going to let you catch up.
0: (laughs) And we pick different things each end of session.
1: Uh, The start of each session, but either way.
2: Make a dramatic entrance that's a risky action. Mm. Also easy. So for Malara, she wants to consume something of the heart. (laughs) Woo!
3: And she wants to accidentally, of course, Mm. damage or sabotage a haven letting the heart in.
1: Mm, That's a good one. Okay. Is that a minor beat? Yeah. If
2: that's a minor.
0: I don't want to see your major. Yeah. Well, we love
3: her.
2: She loves us.
3: Okay.
0: Okay, so I'm going to take, for this first session, engage in a reckless abandon with drinks, drugs, or sex, and make a dramatic entrance that's a risky action. Oh, same as me.
2: Yikes. Okay. That's interesting. It's gonna be always oh, gonna be a distraction, I can tell. Right. That's under your character <laughs>
1: too. Yeah, all of the all of the beats aren't unique necessarily.
2: Okay. I didn't realize that. That's cool.
1: Okay. Um, so then we need to talk well, so two things. So we need to talk framework a bit. So hard is a game played in landmarks. So they're there are basically two modes two parts of the game. There's the part of the game when you're in a landmark and then there's a part of the game where you're traveling between right. them. And that's called a delve and that has some very specific rules for how you go from place to place. We, we don't have to necessarily get into all that today. Though I do think they're good rules. Uh, but when you're in a landmark, that's where you spend most of your time. Talking to people, doing jobs, that kind of stuff. So uh, we need to figure out basically what kind of game you guys want to play. Do you guys want to build a landmark and start, you know, uh, a place? Do you guys want to hunt some ancient beast Do you want to go on odd jobs for people? Do you want to be opposed to some evil faction?
2: My idea. You can totally oppose me. My like first interesting idea was for it to be some weird Victorian, like just weird uh, dystopian fanatical fantasy world. But definitely Victorian clothing in my head. You can also disagree with me. But
3: that was my thought. No, I think it's, I mean, that's fine. Uh, yeah, because don't it's don't like it's Burning wearing. Man. So like it's if you're down there like dressed to the nines, I think that's delightful. I will be in slacks and a blouse.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that makes it more interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but why? Profane is what it is.
0: Why are we there? What are we doing? What's the point of the season? What's the point of the story? What so- we, and we
1: don't need to flesh out all of the details. We yeah. just need to get like the, the broad strokes, what we want to be doing.
2: Can we answer the question first of why we are together? Because then that will give me, I think those two things kind of go hand in hand.
3: Okay. Uh. So, well, we know what her motivation is. Mine is very, yeah, well, it's not just eating, but it's like, it's much more mundane. I think it's very basic. So really it kind of hinges on you. And also S- it's like, you are the confounding factor Um. because our, ours are pretty straightforward the way we've laid it out, I think. So whatever your heart song manifests as.
1: So you guys have traveled together before, mm-hmm. so it's it's easy to say somebody found a job and we're like, these are the three people I need to go do this job.
2: So mine is definitely to feel to feel good enough, and I think the heart will provide that for me.
0: So it sounds more like the motivation would come from me.
2: Yeah, mine is definitely to feel fulfillment and to feel There's a job,
0: a score, to right? feel
2: done, and then. Yeah, mine is definitely to seek personal fulfillment. I think we're a
3: team that you hired yeah. then. Like, you're like, oh, okay. yeah, you did so well in this last one. Like, we're we're back round yeah. back in. Like full mafiosa so kind of like. Yeah. And you pick the I, like so weirdest fucking new people. Score. Yeah. So With we're going.
1: So the, the crazy the, the, ass people we are doing jobs.
3: Yeah. We're so. uh,
1: what is it? Debt running. Do we want to just like string together some weird jobs or are we looking for like there is like a big bad at the end of this?
3: I like a big bag.
0: For the purpose of a like podcast, a I feel like we need
3: it's a not big For bag. the purpose of a podcast, I like a big bag. Okay.
1: Oh, the only other thing then is <laughs> what kind of stuff are we like, what, what kind of stuff, what appeals to you guys about heart, basically? And that'll give me uh, a picture to like, that'll give me a, a jumping off point so I can start kicking up some stuff.
3: I like the dark and weird. I like confronting like things that are phantasmal. I mean, it's, it could be a straightforward, like, mob boss kind of fight you know what i mean where you're climbing to the top of the pyramid or whatever but
1: But the pyramids made out of dead bodies
3: and skeletons and bees and animated feet i don't know whatever you know what i mean like
2: i want to explore my base desire and that's what hard does it gives me what i want at least in theory see i'm
3: reveling in it that's the thing like i'm like it's so it's so sad to me that like she doesn't feel a part of it already i love
2: it
1: It's probably because she's full of fucking bees. bees.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the bees are fighting the heart. It's yeah, no, tough. No, no. yeah, what
1: do you got, Chrissy? Anything that jumps out at you?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like,
0: what have you? I'm just leaning into? in. And I'm leaning in. The walls
3: <laughs> are pulsing against you, <laughs> licking at your elbows. They wanted this
0: game. We'll do this game.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to make as much noise as possible. It's That's the literal. Plan. So
2: it's the literal pounding heart around you. I okay. don't do horror head.
0: or gruesome. But so it it's gonna be an adventure.
1: So. Th- so. Last tidbit, where do we want to start? So we're not going to start in in tier four where everything... So there's two, two, two things to it, right? The themes get weirder the lower down in the heart you get, but also it gets just kind of generally harder to do stuff. Right. Right. Tier four is you're like just totally fucking bonkers, crazy, uncontrollable... Tier two is probably where is where things really get weird. Like where, you know, you have underground forests and like. really I would prefer Because I
3: feel like you're slightly established. Like you may like Well,
2: we also said that we have already had a delve in tier two. Yes.
3: But I mean like we're we're basing
0: all of this on we are supporting her through her journey or whatever. Yeah, right. I, my thought is go ahead and table it where my one of my two apex things or whatever they call it is to become a um zenith ability. Is to take over, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's just her focus. Is so She's like, I'm down here now. This is amazing. I'm going to fucking make this yeah, my place. That's what we said. So, like- so She's going to become a boss bitch, right? And yeah. so that'll be the focus isn't so much as the short runs, but the long run. There's that guy. I'm going to take over that guy's thing, but we're going to do small jobs along the right, way. But so I think we I should like start to- tier two. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think we should go any deeper. Hell no. Um, and just depending on how long we want. I think
3: we've just been there a while. So like, that's why. It's We've done
0: delves. Like, I think it would take her tier one to get to the point that she's like, nah, this yeah, this is what I want. That whole like meme where you're like, you know, so I think tier two is perfect. I'm going to need you to describe that for the people. Listening. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's
2: uh, The audio
3: format. I was format. explaining it. I was explaining this. I know. I just I'll them just them like, like Chad smile <laughs> and finger wave.
1: So, okay. So that's good. That's, that's good for me. Um, have you thought any about where you're from, Maddie? I don't know if you've looked at any of the landmarks or anything already. Or, no,
3: because I want to leave it open because I wasn't quite sure where everybody was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the thing that jumps out to me is because you said that specifically the drow you descended from came down to to for so the
3: triple moon. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I would look the if you look on page 141, there are there's a temple, of the moon beneath, but then there are several like subsidiary temples to each mm-hmm. of the damn neck virtues. Okay. They're, but they're like weird and corrupted and moon beneath t- uh, okay. ones. But you can look at those and see if one of those jumps out at you. All right, that's it, we did it.
0: Yay, Yay we apocalypsed. Zero.